0: Here's a message from Ken LaVica.
1: Yeah, we might have the football standard in the state of Florida, the Super Bowl champion Tampa Bay Buccaneers, but there are a collection of teams that are abject dumpster fires. And the true question is which one's the biggest dumpster fire? Joe Rigotti hit the open. On your mark.
0: Get set. Go! You are listening to Ken Labicka Live, presented by FAU MBA and Sport Management Programs. Turn
2: it up! Turn it up!
0: From the Anajar and the Bean Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, it's Ken LaVeca Live on ESPN 106.3. <laughs>
1: Just when you thought the Dolphins were a mess, just when you thought the Miami Hurricanes were a mess, here comes Papa Herb getting handsy in Columbus. The Jaguars are a total dumpster fire, but have they surpassed the Dolphins? And I would argue no. Ken Levick alive here on a Tuesday on ESPN 106.3 after spending the day yesterday at the Timber Tech Championship Media Day in Boca, I am back in the Anna John Living Accident Attorney Studios, downtown West Palm Beach, Phillips Point Towers, right off of the Hot and Bernie Intracoastal. Uh, Captain competent, Joe Rigani here, making sure that everything goes as planned, which most of the time it does, and when it doesn't. It is uh, definitely not Joe's fault. Uh, You're listening on ESPN 106.3, free ESPN app, but on your smart speaker, hey, Alexa, hey, Siri, hey, Google Play, ESPN 106.3. Oh, how much fun are we having now? Because Urban Meyer has, according to Michael Silver, NFL reporter, lost his locker room. So I want to go through... This hyper entertaining thread and we all know the story by now after the jaguars lost on thursday to cincinnati uncle Herb went up to columbus to visit his grandkids and to hang out with his family and that turned into going to his restaurant and having a young blonde grind up on his thigh and apparently according to the video evidence urban's right hand found its way into a crack area of said woman so This happened, and now Urban Meyer has apparently turned off his locker room. Here's a thread from Michael Silver that was tweeted about 40 minutes ago. Michael Silver, who formerly Sports Illustrated, formerly NFL.com, he has a lot of really good NFL player contacts. Let's go through this. The Urban Meyer situation in Jacksonville has reached a crisis point, especially in the locker room. One player told me, quote, he has zero credibility in that stadium. He had very little to begin with. Players were particularly put off by the fact that Meyer canceled Monday's team meeting to deal with the uproar over the videos of him and a young woman getting cozy in that Ohio bar. Quote, he even canceled the team meeting. He was too scared, end quote said the player. Instead, Meyer, quote, only apologized to position groups individually. He portrayed the women in the videos as a random person who was, quote, just there dancing. Suffice to say, his player audience was highly skeptical, said one player, quote, we looked at him like, what the bleep? Right when he left, everyone started dying laughing, and he knew it, end quote. Bottom line, said the player, quote, it's bad. I don't know how he's going to function. So that's how it's going right now in Jacksonville. It's not just that Urban Meyer is doing some stuff on the side, outside of his family life, if you will. It's that he's canceling team meetings to handle the fallout because if you read between the lines on that, he's too embarrassed to actually face his team and his players as a whole and say, hey, guys, my bad, let's go practice. It's not good. That's really not good, especially after an Urban Meyer who brought in a strength and conditioning coach from Iowa who had uh, allegations of racism uh, levied against him and brought in Tim Tebow as a publicity stunt to play a position he never played before, and Tim proceeded to not know how to block and almost kill teammates during preseason games. Uh, And now this. It's bad. But I do want to present to you the NFL team to the south of us because that appears to be a team that doesn't have a quarterback that they believe in on the roster that appears to be a team that is not nearly as good as what we thought they might be it is a team that's defense is completely collapsing it is a team that has spent 700 draft picks over the last four years trying to build an offensive line and all they have to show for it are five cardboard figures and a coach, in Brian Flores, who you can now officially start to question. In fact, let's listen to Brian Flores after that listless, embarrassing loss to the Colts on Sunday.
3: I think this is a hard-working team. I think they compete.
1: They prepare the right way. It's not, it's not manifesting itself on
0: Sundays right now.
1: That's a problem. If you think they're preparing the right way, And he said that nothing's changed in our preparation over my three years, but now the guys aren't performing on Sunday? That's a bad sign. That means that the preparation's not correct. It means that now that there's expectations, Brian Flores has the cracks starting to show. And this is the same head coach, by the way, who has made it a Fort Knox CIA state secret about who's calling plays in his offense. He's got 14 offensive coordinators. Apparently, none of those offensive coordinators are actually calling the plays, and he has someone stashed in the basement of Hard Rock Stadium who uh, is is using some sort of transistor radio to call in the plays. He He will not identify who's calling the plays for reasons unbeknownst to me, to reporters, to Dolphins fans. Why is that a secret? What's the point of that? The only reason you do that is because you're worried that you're going to get criticized for the way in which you're handling the offense. And brother, let me tell you, this is the most unwatchable Dolphins offense since I came down here to South Florida in 2007. This is bad. Give me the 2007 Cleo Lemon John Beck version of the Dolphins offense. At least they threw it down the field. This is horrific. And the fact that Brian Flores is keeping it a secret, who's calling the plays, that's unprecedented. That's coward stuff right there. So as bad as this is for Urban, and we'll talk about it in a little bit, whether or not Urban should still be in Jacksonville, the Dolphins are the state of Florida's biggest dumpster fire right now. Which Florida team is in bigger crisis mode? Is it the Jaguars with Urban? Is it the Dolphins with the suddenly vulnerable Brian Flores? Or is it Miami, who we dedicated our whole show to on Friday, the Hurricanes and whatever that thing is now? Which Florida football team is in the biggest crisis mode? Dolphins, Jaguars, Canes. 888-760-3776. 888 760 3776. You can tweet at us at ESPN West Palm. Which Florida football team is in a bigger crisis mode right now? The Finns, the Jags, or the Canes? 888 760 3776. 888 760 3776. Things are bad for the Jaguars. Urban Meyer at this point, does he make it to two weeks from now when the Jaguars are supposed to play the Dolphins in London? By the way, Jags, Dolphins, London, I mean, we're just taking a crap on the UK, right? I mean, that's a bad export. That is a bad, bad, like, I I feel like they deserve more. They're allies of ours, and we're going to send them the Jags and the Dolphins in two weeks to play at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. Yikes. Yikes. But let's not forget about the Canes. We mentioned them. Let's bring them up. And I didn't want to redo the Friday show, but let's at least paraphrase. They're a team that hasn't beaten a Power 5 squad since last year against Duke. They lose at home to a vastly inferior Virginia team. It's the same problems every week. They can't tackle. Manny Diaz is not a good manager of the game, but you can't get rid of Manny Diaz right now. Because he has a buyout of over $9 million. Let me repeat that before I have a stroke. Manny Diaz has a buyout of over $9 million. So how does that happen? You mean to tell me that the Miami Hurricanes hired their defensive coordinator? They, they, for all intents and purposes, just hired their defensive coordinator. He went off to Temple for six seconds to become their head coach. Then Mark Richt retired. So the Canes and Manny Diaz talked. And here's how I imagine the negotiation went. Because I can't imagine it going any other way. Manny Diaz's agent. Uh, Yeah, Uh, Blake James, uh, I want uh, huge money for my client. And also the buyout needs to be $9 million dollars. And Blake James replies, okay, that was the negotiation. That was it. There's no way that Miami actually negotiated that contract. They were sent something from the Diaz camp and Blake James signed off on it. How in God's name do you give a $9 million buyout like that to someone who had never been a head coach before? Unless they're like, oh yeah, he was a head coach for, for two days at Temple. Yeah, give him the buyout. That's atrocious. So Canes fans, I'm sorry. Not only are you irrelevant on the field, Not only are you already behind the eight ball losing to Virginia to win a Coastal that's wide open, not only do you have your quarterback that's out for the season, not only do you have a fan base that's apathetic, not only do you have boosters that are non-existent, not only do you have a president that doesn't care about the football program but wants to make you think that he does with a word salad statement right before you take on Virginia, you also can't get rid of the coach. That's become the source of all your vitriol. Never mind the fact that you got the former player and Randy Shannon, that didn't work, and you got the program builder and Al Golden, and that didn't work, and you got the established coach and Mark and that didn't work, and then you got the hotshot assistant with Manny Diaz, and that hasn't worked, and there's really no other place you can go. What is the biggest Florida football crisis right now? Dolphins, Jags, Canes, Eight 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 seven six zero three seven seven six eight eight eight. 760 3776 7603776. Let's get kicked off in Jupiter and that's where we find David. What's up David?
4: What's going on uh well, first off they're all dumpster fires. Yeah. So yeah. the the flames are a little higher I would argue in Jacksonville because uh it only took Well first off they've been rumored to be sold off to like London or you know somewhere for A long time now. They have a terrible fan base. It took Urban Meyer literally like four games to become a bigger distraction and joke in Jacksonville than Tim Tebow, (laughs) since Tim Tebow was. And then on top of that, they might be squandering and wasting one of the best quarterbacks to come out of college football in like decades. So, I would argue that they are the biggest dumpster fire I think in that th- Florida football.
1: That is a, uh, I think that that is definitely a good argument. And the Trevor Lawrence part of this looms large. And appreciate the call, David. You have the number 1 overall pick. You have the franchise player. You're 0-4. And your coach is feeling butts at his restaurant in Columbus. <laughs> Yikes. And, and and Urban can feel any butt he wants. I mean, obviously, if there's permission, and it certainly felt like there was permission in that situation, I don't think Shelley would agree with me, but herbs, herb. And he ended up going into his restaurant and getting grinded on and feeling some butt. Meanwhile, you've got Trevor Lawrence who is trying to <laughs> trying to learn on the job. And coach is getting handsy at his restaurant. It's all a big problem. In the court of public opinion, in that locker room with Michael Silver, and the tweets we just read at the onset of the show, there is a lot at stake. There is a lot on the line. David's right. That is a massive dumpster fire. But this is the same Jaguars team that has been to three AFC championship games. In its existence, the Dolphins—it's been forever. Haven't been to an AFC title game since '92. I mean, it's—it's getting to a point where maybe, maybe crisis isn't the right word for the Dolphins. Maybe it's just slow death walk into hell when you're talking about the Dolphins and the Canes. Both teams in that stadium are are just sleepwalking into obscurity. By the way, why are there so many damn gnats in this studio? Like, I've got coffee right now, and I've got gnats, like, flying into the mug of my coffee. What is happening around here? If anybody in the ESPN West Palm Studios can hear me, can we figure out the gnat situation? Can we call somebody? This is disgusting. Like, we've got millipedes climbing on the walls... We've got gnats flying all around. Do we have, like, spoiled food somewhere in here? What is going on? What is the biggest dumpster fire in Florida football? Jaguars, Dolphins, Canes. 888-760-3776. 760 3776 Let's head to Riviera Beach. That's where we find Kevin. Kevin, you're on Ken Levinca Live. What's up, Kev? Ken, what's up,
3: man? What's going on, brother? A uh, long-time listener um, and a long-time Canes fan, I will have to say that the biggest dumpster fire of Florida is the University of Miami Hurricane. For the simple fact that this has been a growing dumpster fire through all the failure coaches yeah. that we have had, um, I don't think we have never reached our potential in the last 15 years in recruiting, and we're supposed to be recruiting some of the best talent mm-hmm. that comes from Miami and the Tri-County area. So I think it was the Miami Hurricanes that are the biggest dumpster fire that grew and grew and grew through the Shannon era and all the way through the Mark Rick and this lack of a coach that we have called Manny Diaz or whatever. Um, the Virginia game was a, what should have been the cap off of his firing. I mean, like, he should have got fired out the game, my personal opinion. And I think it's going to get worse. Yeah, if we I'll, all do
1: something. Yeah, I I agree, and unfortunately, and appreciate the call, Kevin. the The drastic measure of firing Manny Diaz, it's just not realistic. We're talking about at the end of the day, Miami being a small private school in Coral Gables. It is not easy to just round up nine million dollars to pay off your current failure head coach and just go get another big money coach. It's not going to work like that. You're not Alabama, you're not Auburn, you're not Ohio State, you're not in that realm. Hell, you're not Oklahoma State. You can't pay that, so you got to stay put. Now, I did not know until the day after the Virginia game what Manny Diaz's buyout actually was, and then when I saw Saturday morning that his buyout was nine million dollars, I did like the TV movie spit take, drinking coffee, my cafe con leche with an extra shot, and I was. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. That's insane. They did not negotiate with him. They got a hand. They got sent a fax from Manny Diaz's people, and Blake James just signed it. Like just bamboozled. Yeah. And and, and that's a good point by by Kevin. Like, the recruiting classes have been there, but the recruiting classes haven't produced. But then they've gone to the NFL and they have produced. That's an indictment on not just Manny Diaz, not just all of the head coaches, but that program as a whole and the facilities and the opportunities available to these players and the way that they are, are brought up through the Miami program. That's systemic. That is a dumpster fire. That's been rolling downhill for a long time. $9 million buyout for Manny Diaz. I mean, there's some bad football in this state. And then you travel across 75, and you got the defending Super Bowl champs, and you have Tom Brady, and that's turned into the NFL version of the big three. Go get Richard Sherman. Okay. Go get Gronk. Okay. Go get Fournette. Okay. Win a championship. But, man, those two teams at Hard Rock Stadium, the Dolphins, were Brian Flores. I suddenly have questions about him. It kind of started with the way he handled Tua last year, but the way he handled Tua, and you say, oh, well, Brian Flores means business. He's strict. That's what he does. Inspires and pushes. Except now that type of mismanagement or at least that type of inconsistency is spread to the rest of the roster. They're playing bad football right now. Oh, but after the, you play the Bucs next week, everything's easier on the schedule. You just lost to the Colts. How much more easier should it have been? The Dolphins are a bottom five team. But then you've got Hansi herb. And again, I didn't think Urban Meyer needed to apologize for his transgressions. It's not my business. He went, he got drunk. He's a famous person. Women want to be around him, clearly. He put himself in that position to get filmed on a phone. It sucks for him. I'm not going to judge him. Who am I to judge? I'm just a guy. I've made my fair share of mistakes. But then when you go back to your locker room, after not traveling with your team, and we'll talk about next segment, how big a deal that is, because I wasn't aware, and your locker room's laughing you out of the position rooms, you have to start talking about a potential of a job being lost there. It's the biggest dumpster fire in the state of Florida when it comes to football. Is it the Jags? Is it the Dolphins? Is it the Dolphins? Is it the Canes? A lot of you have made a good case for a couple of different ones. I say Dolphins. We've heard our case for the Canes. We've heard our case for the Jags. They're all good. What about you? Biggest dumpster fire Florida football right now. Jags, Canes, Dolphins. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Feel free to tweet at us at ESPN West Palm. We will get to the tweets in a moment as well. Uh, but I want to tell you about the FAU MBA Sport Management Program because, well, they're the title sponsor of Ken Levick Alive. That means we love them and we hold them into our show bosom at all times. The FAU MBA Sport Management Program, not a dumpster fire. Not in crisis mode. All they do is succeed. They are internationally renowned. In fact, up 11 places internationally in MBA sport business programs, according to Sport Business Publication. Uh, why? Why have they moved up? Why are they internationally recognized? Why are they top three in the state of Florida with all the options out there? It's because they've adapted to the times. It's because 22 years ago, sports business was one thing. And now in 2021 sports business is an entirely different endeavor. There's so much digital aspect to it. There's so much international aspect to it. There's so much cryptocurrency involved in this now. Everything is moving at light speed and the FAU MBA sport management program keeps up with it to teach its students the latest because the professors are in the sports industry. This is firsthand knowledge. That's why this is such a good program. If you have dreamt of being in the sports industry, this is your path. Don't just get lucky. Actually do something about it. Apply your path, and you do that with the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. Find out more online, fau.edu slash sport. That's fau.edu slash sport. the FAU MBA Sport Management Program, which Florida football team is in bigger crisis mode. Is it the Jags? Is it the Dolphins? Is it the Canes? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. tweeted us, at ESPN West. Paulman, when we return, is Urban Meyer going to make it? Is he on the verge of losing his job this quickly? He's Captain Coppin, Joe Rigotti. I'm Ken Lavica. I'm live on ESPN 106.3.
0: From the jar and Levine studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken Lavica Live on ESPN 106.3. Here's Ken Levicka.
1: Uh Is Urban going to make it? Is he going to stay employed? This feels bad. Not his home life, but that Jags locker room and what's at stake. Uh, It sort of feels like this is a road towards divorce. The football team, that's what I'm talking about, not the home life. I mean, that could be, but the football team. This doesn't feel good if you're the Jaguars, and I'm just wondering if Urban's going to make it out of this. Ken Levick alive here on ESPN 106.3. Hey, subscribe to the podcast. It is free. You can get it wherever you get your podcast, whether it's Spotify, Apple, some black market site, I don't know. You, All you shady folks out there. As long as you get it, acquire it, love it. It's all for you, even if you're sketchy. Ken LeVick, live podcast. Subscribe to it. Get it right to your phone. The podcast available every day after we wrap up here on ESPN 106.3. So yesterday was the grand Urban Meyer apology for the grainy video of him getting touchy with a young blonde uh, at his restaurant in Columbus. Uh, and and we played, Joe, a, a little of this yesterday. We played the the first apology. I thought there was only going to be one apology. This, this is what Urban Meyer said initially.
2: Yeah, yeah, I just apologized to the team and the staff and uh, for being a distraction, just stupid. Um, and so I explained everything that happened and owned it, and you know, just a stupid. Uh, should not have myself in that kind of position.
1: And that was it. I thought it was done after that. I thought Urban said, "All right, that'll be the last that I mention it." Now let's talk football. But no, it continued, and it actually. Continued for a long time. In fact, let's hear how much longer this continued.
2: Irvin, did you, did you fly back with the team or did you stay in uh... no, I stayed to see the grandkids and we all went to dinner that night at the restaurant and then there was a big group next to our restaurant and they wanted me to come over and take pictures and I did. And they were trying to pull me out on a dance floor, screwing around, and I should have left. How did the team react they're pretty, probably pretty uh, reactionary you know how did they take it, your apology well, I've always been so defensive of them you know I remember when Trevor told me he was going to go to Vegas for his batcher party I mean I was just my gosh man be careful and surround yourself because I've seen this happen and um, I just so nonsense so the team, the team um, I spoke to a bunch of leaders one on one spoke to all the players uh, they're good they were focused on Tennessee and I apologize again for being a distraction, and uh, the coach should not be a distraction. How about, you, how about your family? Did you also did you feel a need to apologize to your family? Yeah, yeah of course I did. Yeah, that's not me, and that's, uh, uh, oh yeah, they're upset. Urban, just stop talking
1: about it, man. Like he made it so much worse because he kept talking about it. And I love the, uh, I was at dinner with the grandchildren, and uh, there were a bunch of people next door, and uh, they pulled me in and wanted pictures and then tried to pull me out on the dance floor. Yeah, Urban, based on that video, looked like there was a lot of pulling of you onto the dance floor happening. Yeah, yeah. It looked like the dance floor came to you, Herb. Okay? (laughs) I didn't see anybody trying to pull you onto the dance floor. Forced against my will to go take pictures. No. Yeah. He's acting like it was a quick poppin'. Did you see those eyes in those pictures? The man had been drinking. I wasn't a quick poppin'. And that's what I'm saying is that he's clearly BSing. He's lying. Stop talking to get yourself to a point where you start lying. Like Urban, you're not on the recruiting trail anymore. You don't need to act like this fake family man. You don't need to act like this phony man of God. You're not sitting in living rooms of 18-year-olds any longer trying to lie to parents about how you're going to be their kid's father figure and how you're going to set the example. You don't have to do that anymore. This is the big leagues, man. This is the pros. Just get the job done. Why put yourself in that spot where you start lying and spinning this tale of Uh, stupid, I just got pulled in to take pictures, and then they wanted me on the dance floor. No! You were sitting at a bar drinking with girls grinding on you, man! Stop lying! Cut it off after the initial apology. Hire me, I'll help you through this process. It's not hard. You didn't have to answer anything again. You don't need to tell the story. No one cares. This makes you look dumb. Dumb. And then there's Shad Khan, who's the owner of the Jaguars. He weighed in. And again, we already went through the thread from Michael Silver, former Yahoo, former NFL.com, former Sports Illustrated, with unnamed players saying that they were laughing at Urban Meyer after he apologized, and Urban Meyer canceled Monday team meetings because he was trying to deal with the fallout from the video of him getting touchy in Columbus. That's bad. That's not good. Urban. Urban let that. Urban's causing more of a distraction after the distraction because he's canceling meetings. That's bad. And this is Shad Khan, Jaguar's owner. I've addressed this matter with Urban. Specifics of our conversation will be held in confidence. What I will say is his conduct last weekend was inexcusable. I appreciate Urban's remorse, which I believe is sincere. Now, He must regain our trust and respect. That will require a personal commitment from Urban to everyone who supports, represents, or plays for our team. I am confident he will deliver. Inexcusable is the key word in all of that. It's inexcusable. Fine. Does an owner want his head coach married, his very married, his notably married, his he constantly refers to his marriage to try and show people that he's a good person, Do you want your head coach who's done that for his whole career to be in that position and for that to go public? No. Does it make it worse because your team is bad in 0-4? Yeah. But ultimately, fine. Shad Khan had to do that. The actions from a football standpoint don't matter. The actions don't matter. I wish Urban would have understood that. The actions don't matter. I'm sorry. I apologize. Apologize to the team. Move on. Let's focus on Tennessee instead. I got pulled into the bar, and on the dance floor, and oh, I yeah, have my family. No! Urban, how long have you been doing this? I'm just some guy. I'm a dope. And I have a better sense for this than you do. And these are the types of things that make you wonder if this is for Urban. If this is actually a thing. If this is something he actually should be doing. From the strength and conditioning coach from Iowa, who was an alleged racist. That hire happened, and then two weeks later, Urban fired him because he realized that was bad. To bring it in, Tim Tebow, to this, 2-0-4, to leaving your franchise quarterback out to dry now because you're the story, not the franchise quarterback, to not traveling back with the team after a loss, after 0-4. So apparently, that bucks a major major expectation a normal occurrence which is everyone on the team always travels back together why couldn't urban have gone back to jacksonville and just hopped on a plane to go back up to columbus again i'm not in the nfl lifestyle i don't know how this works but this is just me reading from several people at espn.com today how bizarre it is how off it is How rare it is for a coach not to travel back with his team. That's not a good message either. When you're 0-4 and your coach just goes back to Columbus to hang out with the grandkids and get pulled out onto the dance floor, it's not good. It's not good. That's not a good look. And there's too much at stake right now with this Jaguars team. You brought Urban Meyer in to be an attraction in Jacksonville. Because people love him in Jacksonville. And now the same people that said, yeah, Herb's here are starting to have second thoughts about this. There has not legitimately been one thing that Urban Meyer has done in his tenure as head coach of the Jaguars where you say, that's good! Other than making the easiest draft pick in the world. Having Trevor Lawrence delivered to his door. Having Trevor Lawrence delivered to his lap like that blonde at his restaurant in Columbus. Is Urban Meyer going to last in this job should urban meyer lose his job 888-760-3776 760 3776 tweeted us at espn west palm should should urban meyer lose his job and not for the stuff in columbus again that's not football related but should it be for the the bad decision making Should it be because Urban has compounded himself being the distraction? Because he's canceling team meetings to handle this, which should have been one statement and done. Bill Belichick would have mumbled five words, and then it would have been on the football. For having a locker room now, apparently, according to Michael Silver, that's laughing at him. He's lost the locker room, apparently. You can't have that in the NFL. Once you've lost it, you don't get it back, especially with a young, impressionable team like that, where you have a franchise quarterback, you're gem sitting in there. But Urban's got a six-year contract with the Jaguars as well. I mean, this is bad. And I'm not saying Urban should lose his job. I would never wish job loss on anybody. And again... He should not, Urban should not lose his job for getting handsy with the blonde. But Urban's made it worse. And the ramifications, the subsequent fallout, is apparently presenting some real tense times in Jacksonville where you've got to get this right because Trevor Lawrence is in your locker room. Is Urban Meyer going to lose his job? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Let's go to Jerry in West Palm. Jerry, you're on Ken Levick Alive. What's up, Jerry?
3: Uh, a whole lot apparently. How are you? I'm good. All right. So, um going um I, I want to touch up on the dumpster fire, but before yeah, we sure. do that, um I don't uh, before we do I, I I don't think uh Urban should lose the job. I don't think he will. Okay. Um, Maybe at the end of the year, that's a whole different thing. But for now, you know, let it play out. See what he can do, and you know, give the man a chance.
1: Yeah, sure. And Um, again, and I'm not saying that he should lose his job over what happened in Columbus. Like I'm not. I'm absolutely not. I'm not judging off of that. But what I'm saying is, like, he's been making it worse ever since. Like, he needs to win back this locker room, and a bad time to have to win back a locker room is going into Week Five of the NFL season.
3: (laughs) Yeah, you're right. Um, Well, earlier um, I was listening to to what you were saying. You were Mm -hmm. saying what's the biggest dumpster fire and what is the crisis. I think those two words are important because those are two different teams. The biggest dumpster fire, obviously Jacksonville, but I think the team that's in crisis, I do think it's the Dolphins um, because what's happening with Tua, I agree with everything you said about Flores. um, Like, it it almost seems like the the team's direction is lost now. You know what I mean? Like, like what what are you going to do? Right. You have all – so, I mean – The crisis, yep, it's Miami, and that's all I got.
0: Yeah,
1: no, that's great, and it it, it seems rudderless. When you say no direction, yeah, it it seems rudderless right now with the Dolphins, and that is the true definition of a crisis. Let's head to Boca. That's where we find Jay. What's up, Jay? Hey, I think you're missing the uh, biggest dumpster fire which is your
3: office with gnats and centipedes.
1: <laughs> Jay, that is correct. We are a big dumpster fire with gnats and millipedes and disgusting creatures rolling around here. Like I, So I walk in here, and Captain Competent is like, what is with these flying bugs? I didn't see them. But then the first segment, I look in my coffee cup. There's like three gnats flying around. Like, do you use an exterminator for gnats? How does this even work? Like, do we have, like, peaches sitting out in the kitchen in our office? I have no idea what this is. Nasty. Gross. Bugs. The millipedes are the worst, though, because they get like, climb on the walls. One time I walked in and one, like, fell off the top of the ceiling and almost landed on me. I would have been out of here. I would have flat out quit. Like, sorry, Stormhouse Brewing. I love you, but I'm not doing this anymore. I'm going to go come to do the show from Stormhouse Brewing. 888-760-3776 888 3776 Greg is in West Palm Hey Greg
3: Hey how you doing? Good Yes when it comes to the Jacksonville like Urban Meyer this is new to us but this is his MO when he was in Florida 41 of his players were, all, were arrested mm-hmm. this is not something big he has Trevor Lawrence now where he a young impressionable quarterback he had Tim Tebow who was a bigger celebrity, who was a bigger celebrity in college than Lawrence is right now in the pros. This is nothing new. This is who he is. Like, this is new to us because, you know, now he has NFL cameras on him and not just the college cameras. But there's nothing really that I personally think that he should get fired over he doesn't know how to spin the media like he like NFL coaches and team and players do. Yeah, I just wish he would
1: have shut up yesterday. Like say your apology and and move on. He's making it worse by continuing uh the grandkids and the dancing. No, like Urban, you don't need that. And you're very right. You're very right about the protective bubble that comes with being a college coach, especially in a huge college town like Columbus is. He could do those things and nobody would say anything to protect The Ohio State. It is different when you get outside of that. That's one of the biggest problems. And college coaches, I think, largely are snake oil salesmen. Hi, Miss Palmer. Yeah, so uh, first off, dinner was delicious. And, uh, you know, your son, we really would love for him to play at State University. I mean, we we would love to have him represent our school, and we're gonna we're gonna make him a man, and we are gonna ply his path to the future, and we're gonna get him an education, and ah uh, yeah, uh, morality and and family values, and then that coach goes back to his hotel and uh, calls an escort. Like that's <laughs> that that is, I I mean, listen, there is no way that. Every college coach, if you have a blue chip prospect kid, every college coach rolls through your living room, not all of them are what they say they are. Ah, yeah, we're going to make him a, a, a family man and we're going to make sure that, that he knows how to treat people. And then leaves and calls his girlfriend in Pensacola while his wife is sitting at home in Columbus. <laughs> Come on, guys. Come on. Don't be jaded. That that's just how it is. Like, Urban was in that protective bubble. And I'm not saying, like, Urban's like this serial adulterer. I don't know. I also don't care. What I do know is what happened, happened. And he should have apologized once and then focused on football. He doesn't need to do the sad herb thing. Because that makes it worse. And that's what makes that locker room laugh at him. That's not strong-willed. That's meek. You're not going to make it in the NFL if you're meek. 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776, 3776 Is Urban Meyer going to lose his job? And also, Urban, leave the meek stuff to me. Like, I'm, I am the most meek of all meek. Just trust me on this, okay? I can handle that. You're an NFL coach, all right? You, gotta, you just got to move on. But, boy... That Jaguars-Dolphins game in London is offensive to the United Kingdom. On behalf of America, I'd like to apologize to our friends across the Atlantic. But in sports, we say across the pond. 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776. When we return, we're going to get some insight about how the Jaguars could get out of that urban relationship, possibly, with our sports law and sports agent insider, Pat Lawler of Lawler & Associates Personal Injury Attorneys. And we are going to give you our Weekend Warrior winner from last week. It was a tight end edition, and we do have a winner this week. He's Captain Competent Joe Rigotti. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3.
0: From the Anajar and Levine studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken Lavicka Live on ESPN 106.3. Here's Ken Lavicka. So,
1: I just was perusing through Barry Jackson's Twitter feed during the break, the Miami Herald. I am about to read you the most confusing and cluttered and absurd explanation of how the Dolphins relay plays onto the field. I can't even believe this is real. Like This is crazy. We're going to have Pat Lawler, Lawler & Associates, personal injury attorneys in just a second here, sports law, sports agent, insider. Uh, let's let's recap, okay? There's two offensive coordinators for the Dolphins, George Godsey, Eric Studsville. Charlie Fry, the quarterback's coach, is involved as well. So apparently... And this is according to the tweet, because the coordinators met with the media today. When Charlie Fry released the play choice that's perhaps made prior to Sunday by George Gotze to Tua or Brissett, co-offensive coordinator Studsville, who's not calling the play, said Fry is also permitted to offer any kind of tips and reminders that they've gone over in meetings. What? What? So... When Fry relays the play choice, perhaps made by Gatsy, to Tua percent co-offensive coordinator Studsville, who's not calling plays, said Fry's also permitted to offer any kind of tips and reminders that they've gone over in meetings. I don't get it. Like, that's confusing. Why, why do we need a, like, forensic investigator's map to figure out where the play calls are coming from for the Dolphins and who's in charge of this? This is why the Dolphins arguably have the worst offense in the league. Because you need to do a research paper on how they're actually running the offense. What in the hell? Pat Lawler, Lawler and Associates Personal Injury Attorneys. He's our sports agent and sports law insider here on Ken Levick Alive. He uh, uh, is uh, also someone who is suffering along with the Dolphins as well. You're, uh, Pat, you're a lawyer. Uh, you're very smart. You're much smarter than me. Do you get at all... What the hell they're trying to explain to Dolphins fans about how the offense works?
4: No, no, I got, I got a philosophy for them. It's called a Tariq Hill pattern. Go long. <laughs> just find the talent you know, and we throw did, the damn ball. Really, yeah. That that work that seems to work. Uh, <laughs> the insanity of what you just explained, Ken, is beyond comprehension. Yeah. I, uh, anybody it, who has co-offensive coordinators oh. and a third entity quarterback coach. Oh, uh, it's 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 unbelievable. They're awful. Yep, yep. Awful.
1: That is bad, bad, bad and they are very, very hard to watch right now. Uh, Pat Lawler, Lawler and Associates personal injury attorneys. If you have a personal injury matter, let Pat and Lawler and Associates uh, uh represent you. Go to wanttolawyerup.com for your free consultation. wanttolawyerup.com. Pat, let's start with what we've been discussing almost all show and that is Urban Meyer. I don't know if he's going to last, and I don't know if he's going to keep his job. I do know that he's making his problems worse, and I do know this is a bad look on the Jaguars, and I do know that it looks like the locker room is sort of just laughing at its head coach right now. Urban Meyer signed a six-year deal with the Jags. If the Jaguars wanted to start separating, how would that process go?
4: Well, obviously, they have to look at the money. I mean, six years, uh, and paying him out, I'm sure, his contract uh, has a morality clause, but this is nowhere near uh, hitting that issue. So it would have to be a, a split, and it would likely be a split where he has another job to go to. Um, I mean, obviously, USC's coming up, but I don't think it'll last a season. I, I think if Trevor Lawrence doesn't start just dominate, which I don't see it with the way the team's playing right now, I thought they'd play tough against Cincinnati, but... Uh, Urban just keeps biting off more than he can chew with just taking job left and right. It's sad because he's a hell of a coach. Yeah, yeah. And he just keeps doing stuff to just ruin his reputation. I don't care about, you know, I do care about, you know, what's there and what happened. But the fact is is that outside of that, the whole uh, scenario has been difficult with him.
1: Yeah, without question. And, and I guess uh, not not it, it, absolutely parallel to Urban Meyer, but with Manny Diaz, another embattled coach, how, and you've been a part of a lot of negotiations. How did Miami sign a contract where Manny Diaz, who had never had a head coaching job before, gets a $9 million buyout? What are they doing? Did they even negotiate
4: that? Uh, I could tell you what. Manny's uh, whoever his uh, advisor yeah. is, or rep, man, negotiated a hell of a deal. Absolutely. Uh, I guess they were all caught, caught up in Manny, and I think the quick change from Mark Rick leaving Uh, everybody always loved Manny the way he ran the defense at Mississippi State. It came to the Canes, ran a tight defense, and I think the players liked him, but uh, you could could go at whatever you want to do with these guys, head coaching jobs, not head coaching jobs, played, didn't play. It doesn't matter. You just got to get the teams motivated to play. I thought the Canes had a heck of a comeback. I was proud to watch them. Just unfortunate. I thought what he did at the end of the game was the perfect thing. He had a 35-yard field goal with a really good kicker. Just didn't happen, but that's unbelievable. They're going to they're gonna have to pay up, man. I mean, like you said, the fact that it even came out because it's a private university mm-hmm. is kind of shocking in itself.
1: Well, it's and it, it, it's because there are people upset now with Manny on the inside, and so they're getting leaky, leaky down there in uh, Coral Gables. Uh, Pat Lawler, Lawler & Associates, personal injury attorneys. If you have a personal injury, matter whether it's a slip and fall, automobile, boating accident, motorcycle accident, you need someone you can trust. And uh, Pat and everybody at Lawler & Associates, they have spent decades making sure that uh, they can be trusted, and they will represent you. Go to wanttolawyerup.com. That's wanttolawyerup.com for your free consultation. Uh, if you're one of the unnamed players that is laughing at Urban Meyer after he apologizes, that says that the locker room is basically over oh. Urban Meyer, what do you tell that player? How, how do you have him go about his business?
4: The biggest thing is that they're professionals, uh, depending on where they are, the hierarchy of the team. If they're a team leader and somebody who has clout and has a long-term contract, uh, for guaranteed money, they have more say than anybody else. If you're not, just just play your position keep playing hard cause if he's gone, a new coach is coming in, and you might not be their flavor of the day. but it's well known in, that they will talk to the leaders and the leaders will talk to the uh, the proper management uh, who can make a decision on urban it's and it will have an effect on on Shaw you know as to what he wants to do, but I think depending on who you are, you just keep playing hard. Uh, they 'll cut you in a heartbeat, you're yeah. not top guys, so just play hard each week and and you know you want to be in that league five ten years, you want to have a nice living
1: yeah for for most of those players, just being in the locker room is enough of a uh, a fortunate development that you probably shouldn 't be speaking out uh very often and certainly not leak into the press um, I want to ask you about conference realignment and you and i we first met over florida atlantic and that is our our first bond was fau in that relationship and now they find themselves again in the middle of a conference realignment discussion potentially the aac maybe the Sun Belt. how does a school like fau right now navigate this and continue to try and make themselves attractive with teams moving around in conferences looking to fill holes
4: well, I think the first thing you need to do is USF-FAU rivalry will mirror the UCF. Uh, I believe the last time they really played a significant game was years ago. Remember, USF was in the top five in the yeah. country. They sold out Lockhart. I think these teams, obviously, FAU's playing great. Um, USF's going to have to step it up, but I think they will. That's a rivalry in-state. Plus, I think you need to keep more core teams in Florida in the American Conference. Um, they're talking about going to San Diego State, Boise State, and uh, that's getting ridiculous now. I think the FAU is an upcoming school. Uh, they obviously have the football team. I think the basketball team, unfortunately, with the arena, might be a downside downside thing for them because of uh, just the size of it. Uh, but I think with Dr. Kelly, that the the this school is looking forward uh, to really building similar what USF did, what they had uh, the president Betty Castro up there when they went into the Big East and things took off. I think. I hope that the American Athletic Conference has some sense and brings in FAU.
1: Me too. I agree with you, Pat. Awesome stuff as always. I appreciate it. Uh, we'll do this again next Tuesday, and uh, by that time we'll see if Ruben Meyer is still the coach of the Jaguars. But thanks again. Awesome, awesome, awesome work, Pat. Thank you.
4: Ken, thank you guys. Be good.
1: All right, that's Pat Lawler, Lawler & Associates, personal injury attorneys. Again, wanttolawyerup.com, wanttolawyerup.com for your free consultation for all your personal injury matters. You want to make sure it's someone you can trust. That's Pat and all the folks at Lawler & Associates. Uh, Stormhouse Brewing, North Palm Beach. They just had their uh, Dolphins fan experience. They had the bus go down there with all the fans. The pictures looked awesome. Uh, They tailgated. Uh, They uh, were drinking delicious Stormhouse Brewing beer, brewed on-site there at Stormhouse Brewing. Uh, Really great game day experience. And uh, unfortunately, then the game happened. But other than that, everything went splendidly. And now, time to turn the page. It's Octoberfest through October 15th at Stormhouse Brewing. Their German beer brewed at Stormhouse Brewing with their master brewer who was trained in Germany. How can you go wrong with that? The German food items on the menu. And by the way, Stormhouse Brewing has a menu. It's a craft brewery with a menu. Oh, but Ken, I've never heard of that. Well, now you have. It's a real thing. It exists. It's like a unicorn, except it's real. And it's North Palm Beach. And if kids are listening, sorry about the unicorn thing. They're real until you're like seven, okay? Stormhouse Brewing, stormhousebrewing.com. Check out all their events through Oktoberfest. You can get a custom beer stein now through October 15th with Oktoberfest at Stormhouse Brewing. And again, stormhousebrewing.com. Real quick, Trav Newt tweets, uh, what transpired with Urban Meyer over the weekend pales in comparison to what other owners, coaches, etc. have done in the past. True. His coaching of the Jags is and should be completely separate from his personal life. Also true. But Urban Meyer is the one who has brought what happened in Columbus into the building by canceling team meetings on Monday. So he can deal with the fallout from this. That's on Urban. That's not on the media. That's not on Shad Khan. That's not on the players. That's all on Urban. That is his fault. He had a chance to just focus on football And instead, he just kept focusing on what happened in Columbus. I'm sure he feels bad. And I'm sure he's heard an earful at home. But he has to separate what happened in Columbus and him not taking the plane from getting ready for the Tennessee Titans this week. Ed Killer on Twitter, at ESPN West Palm. Urban Meyer's making the Cam Cameron Dolphins era look good. We're not quite there yet, but we're sort of getting there. The difference is Cam Cameron took Ted Ginn. Whereas Urban Meyer took Trevor Lawrence, so that's where I think this process could be expedited past Cam Cameron levels because there's a lot more on the line now than there was when Cam Cameron was the head coach of the Dolphins. All right, we're really really late, and the bosses get mad when we go over, so don't worry, Joe. I'll take the hit on this. This is on me. I'm sorry. I'm 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 sorry. I you know I got I got pulled into this this radio studio, and I just you know it was stupid. It, It was stupid, and you know my family's upset. Ken, shut up. All right. We'll be back tomorrow. He's Captain Competent Joe Rigotti. I'm Ken Levick. I've been live on ESPN 106.3. Bye now.